Blog Talk Radio. Power Slams, 11 p.m. Eastern Time on Blog Talk Radio, featuring weekly interviews from WWE, NNXT, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Lucha Underground, and NWA. Join us live every Tuesday at www.blogtalkradio.com slash pancakes and power slams. That's www.blogtalkradio.com slash pancakes and power slams. Now listening to the Pancakes and Power Slam show by Crave Wrestling on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to follow Crave Wrestling on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page Crave Wrestling. Episode 368, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Indeed, indeed, indeed. We are live and live in color. Getting funky like a monkey, like a if you will, baby. Funky like a monkey. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to jump right into everything. We have a really awesome show this evening. Uh, we're still on the Kofi <laughs> on the Kofi Kingston train. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight, and uh, I wanted to bring this person in. You know, the the really cool thing about this person that I'm bringing on the show tonight, uh, former Cruiserweight Classic competitor. Uh, current 205 Live competitor. You know, it's it's funny because um, when you when you uh, become friends with someone on social media, you you don't necessarily know them, but you get to know them well and you get to know cool perks about them and things like that. 
And um, you know, I don't know how we became Facebook friends, but it's been a little bit. It's been a little bit of time now, and we noticed that uh, we have uh, a very uh, we have a lot of similarities, and um, particularly with faith. And one similarity we have is through our love for Christian rap music. So uh, we we've discussed uh, at times um, <laughs> just our our love for for Christian rap music. And uh, you know it's funny because I love talking music. Um, one of the biggest things, other than wrestling and, and, and uh, college football, I love talking music. I'm a I'm a DJ. Um, I'm a Christian DJ and. Uh, so I love talking music. I love talking about the latest artists and things like that. So we've had some conversations about that, which is pretty cool. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I want to bring on uh, NXT, former NXT star, former Cruiserweight Classic, uh, 205 Live star, Kenneth Johnson. How are you tonight, sir? Hey, what's up, Chris? What's up, man? I'm doing pretty good. Awesome, man. It's good to have you on the show tonight. Oh, man, thanks for having me, man. Thanks, thanks a lot. Absolutely. So, uh, like I said, like I said, we have a, an affinity for for Christian rap music, man. Is there any new artists that you uh, that you've been bumping? New artists, man. Um, right now, I've been bumping um, uh, um, uh, um, um, uh, Kevmo right now. Okay. Kevmo, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, Kevmo's dope. Yeah, yeah, Kevmo's yeah. dope. Uh, um, Kevmo right now. Um, who else? Um, 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 what up, RG? Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm a big fan of. I'm a big fan of No sure. Big Deal, and he uh, he he rolls with No Big Deal. Uh, no Big Deal is one of my favorite my, one of my favorite artists. Uh, right. They, they, yeah, they roll together. So. Yeah. That's cool. Um, uh, I think you I think you mentioned Dylan Chase before. Yeah. Dungeon's really yeah. good, man. Yeah, yeah, Way underrated. Beautiful. Big time. He is. He is underrated. I agree with that. He is an underrated uh underrated artist, yep. <clears throat> so yeah, man. So uh is is that um is uh, any other artist that uh you listen to while you work out? Uh while I work out, man, um uh a, um a, a reconcile for sure. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reconcile, sure. um, 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 like an, um, a Kristen Gray for, for sure. Yeah, good friends for Kristen. Kristen He's a uh, Columbus, Ohio, just like I am. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. He's awesome, man. His love is, he is. man, is like, what you call it? With him, I wish he was able to, to get out more and do like more yeah. shows. Yeah. Yeah, he he um I've known Chris for oh man, he he was one of he was on one of my favorite uh first shows. I've been uh I've been doing like Christian rap events for since 2005. And uh wow. Uh, yeah, Chris mm-hmm. and Taylor were were one of on one of my first shows, you know, back like two, wow. like 06. Yeah. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, man. Like 13 years ago, and they were on my they wow. were on my shows at uh, then, mm. and uh, when they were called the Elevationists, and um, yeah, uh, yeah, Chris Taylor and uh, BJ, uh, also a dope artist. Uh, mm. He doesn't rap 
anymore, but uh, he, he's a, a, a awesome dude, man. Uh, right. But uh, yeah, so yeah, man. And then and you know they, they became so big in Columbus. I've had a, I had them in a bunch of shows here in Columbus, and uh, uh, you know they they, they broke out of uh, <laughs> of just the the, lo- the local audience, especially Chris, man. Chris is Chris mm-hmm. is one of those dudes, and Taylor's dope too. Uh, awesome, he's oh, a yeah. pastor now, oh, yeah, actually. Sure. Yeah. Really. Um, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is his own church. That's yep. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, I just talked to Taylor a couple of weeks ago. Um, but uh, yeah, Chris, um, man, yeah, just you, you just could tell just the talent that Chris had just from a local standpoint when he was yeah. doing shows here locally that you know that mm-hmm. he was going to make it big. So, but oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, let's uh, let's talk about some <clears throat> some Kenneth Johnson. Um, Start off with I have a question for you, man. Uh, yeah. Where did Wheezy Woo come from? <laughs> oh man, uh, Wheezy Woo came from pretty much when I was like a teen. Um, mm. I was like maybe what, like fifteen, sixteen years old. And so, well, um, 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 my nickname is Woo. So pretty much like my family, friends, everybody back in Detroit, all call me Woo. And so um, around that time, I was a a big fan of like Cash Money mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, Cash Money, Lil Wayne. And so I ended up calling myself Wheezy. And then okay. pretty much <laughs> it just like went from there. I called myself a Wheezy Woo. Ah. And then when I started wrestling, when I was 18, then bam, there you go. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty. So, yeah. Well, you do, so, you've been wrestling for how long now? Uh, what? Since 05. Wow. 05. Yeah, I got a WWA 4. Trained under Curtis Hughes. Ah, nice. Mr. Yeah. Hughes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, did he did he share oh, any road stories with you? Um, uh, he did with like a lot of us, mm-hmm. but it's been so long since I've heard him. So <laughs> kind of like all like in and out, but he's just hilarious, man. I love you. Yeah, he is. I, I talked you. to him. <clears throat> there was an event last year, and when I went to New Orleans, there was. Um, I think main event wrestling, I believe, was the uh, uh-huh. was the show. Uh, uh, promoter's name was Byron, and um, uh, uh-huh. I actually went to because I'm, I'm buddies with uh, uh, Lance Archer, and he was uh, he was yeah. there, and uh, Hughes was there. He had a table by himself. Man, nice guy. Nice, you know he uh, oh, you yeah. know he uh, gave me his info and um told me to contact him and stuff like that and uh he was he was just uh, talking man <laughs> he was just talking about just the ups and downs and showing me pictures of uh when you know he was with jericho uh, and uh oh, yeah. <laughs> you know he's just going to trip down memory lane man he's just showing me a bunch of pictures about you know what he was doing and i think he showed me a picture of the urn uh i think i think it was like the urn one time he showed me and it was really cool mm-hmm. man he was going you know I oh, love yeah. road stories anyways. And, you know, he was just uh, going down memory lane. That's cool, man. With Hughes, it's never a dull moment with Hughes at all. <laughs> yeah. At yeah. all, man. Yeah, he's a really, really cool dude. 
so so Weezy Woo, you started with uh, you know with Hughes and and yep. what other like starting with Hughes. Uh, so so how, somehow you went from WWA four to uh, WWE. <laughs> so uh, just explain you know to the listeners that process of you know who where'd you go after Hughes and where were you when you were recruited and and, and just uh, how that came about. Oh man, uh, pretty much I was in Georgia with Hughes and everybody for like three years. And then, like, the wrestling scene there kind of, like, uh, dried up. So I ended mm-hmm. up moving to Texas, uh, San Antonio. And okay. then I ended up hooking up with a um, a ministry, like, slash promotion here in San Antonio. And pretty much I ended up just uh, getting up, like, connections with like, each, like, small promotions. And then pretty much fast forward to 2011, um, I ended up getting the extra spot with WWE. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so pretty much, like, my first time was there, I was like a nervous wreck, man, for real. On, like, pretty much just, like, doing stuff with them and doing, like, promos and stuff like that. I was just a nervous wreck big time. Mm-hmm. But through that, I guess Regal, he took in a liking to me. And so from there... Pretty much, he became like my mentor. Oh, nice! So every time, yeah, it's crazy. Like it's insane. And so, what do you call it? Yes. Yeah. So through all that, I ended up getting a connection with uh, Funaki, also, and then ah. I'm <laughs> nice. training with Funaki. So yeah, <laughs> like yeah, man, like it's crazy how that worked out. SmackDown so number one much, announcer. Right, number one announcer. <laughs> um, oh yeah, man, I love show. He's funny, yeah. funny dude, funny yeah. guy. And so, pretty much after I ended up getting like small extra spots, and then um, out of nowhere in 2013, I got a tryout in Florida, like mm-hmm. a three-day tryout, and I ended up getting my notice. What? like two weeks beforehand. Mm. And so I'm like, oh, crap. Like, <laughs> wow. like what am I going to do? Yeah. And, like, going through that was the toughest thing like, you could ever go through in your life. Three mm-hmm. days. It was so rough, man. Yeah, but I'm I sure it was, it, Yeah. Like, it was drills upon drills upon drills. And plus, that was the first tryout that they had with the PC also. Mm-hmm. And then through all that, um, um, yeah, um, I got through it. And then after that, I didn't hear anything. And then um, I was still getting on with my extra spots. And then out of nowhere, I got an email um, about TWC. And uh, through that process, it was crazy because, like, what, like, a background check. They wanted a background check. They wanted everything. Mm-hmm. Like, everything. Like, my mom, name, place where I lived for the last, like, 15 years. <laughs> and 
And so pretty much, what, like that day, I ended up getting the email, I had to scan, oh, I had to um, 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 I download at least like 90 sheets of paper, like blue wow. things. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. The whole book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> at least like two books. Yeah. <laughs> download them. Um, oh, what? Yeah. Um, I download them. I fill them out, scan them, and send them all back. And um, I did all of that. And like the night that I got it, and I was up until at least like 4 a.m. Like getting all that done. It was it was crazy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It was, it was nuts. <laughs> yeah, that was sounds nuts. that sounds a lot like a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So how was your, we got some uh, questions here, but I want to ask you a couple more questions. Uh, just what was your overall experience with uh, with, with 205? Well, we started the Cruiserweight Classic. That's how we first got to know who Kenneth Johnson was and, uh, yeah. you know, representing America. And, um, you know, just uh, what was that experience like all, all together? Like who uh, really was just the person who was in charge of it all as far as just your go-to person for 205 Live and, I mean, for Cruiserweight Classic, and even with the mm-hmm. Cruiserweight Classic, as we saw, you know, uh, that wasn't, that still wasn't a, uh, just a lock to become a WWE competitor. You know, it was just, right. it gave people an opportunity mm-hmm. to allow, you know, others to allow a more right. public audience to, to, to mm-hmm. see, you know, who they were, but that still wasn't right. a lock, you know, to become a WWE superstar. Mm-hmm. How was that feeling as far as the pressure to want to, you know, showcase your talent for people. Man. Man, like, the whole experience was insane. Like, I'll say, what, like two months out before the Classic, at first I was just pretty much, like, staying on it, like, ring work, staying on it, ring work, and my eating stayed good. But I'm like, man, like, I got to step it up. Big time, mm-hmm. like, I got to step this up. And so pretty much I'm like, all right, well, what, two months, all I ate was protein and fruit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it works because uh, you're a super jack now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trying, man. Trying. <laughs> yeah, you put it in. You put your work in, man, so. Yeah, so uh, you know, how was just the um who who was like the go to person uh when it came to that was you know, you talk about Regal, you know, kind of mm-hmm. being under the tutelage of Regal. Regal does a lot of the right. scouting, so who gave you the call to actually be a part of the classic? Um, actually I didn't get a call. It was just email. Like email emails upon email. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then like when we got there um, I'll say, um, um, my go-to, um, my go-to guy was actually go-to guys. Funny, funny thing is, it was Regal and Fanaki. Oh, nice. So that was nice. Yeah, <laughs> nice. that was really nice. I'm like, all right, I'll take this. I'll take yeah. Lord. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> yep. That's awesome, man. And, so... <clears throat> How was your experience? Just uh, you, your the match. You know, I'm sure there had to be a lot of pressure there as far as 
you know, like I said, showcasing to everyone, like, this is why I should become a WWE competitor. Because, like I said, it wasn't a lock. You know, it was more of just like an exhibition. So how was that? How was that feeling? It was a lot of pressure for sure. Yeah. Because I'm like, man, like, I got to go out here and do my thing. I got to show them. So I'm just mm-hmm. like, man, I was, it was a lot of pressure. And yeah. pretty much I was just, like, praying, man. I was praying on that um, um, I get the strength and energy and be confident to go out there and showcase. Mm-hmm. But, yep. yeah, it turned out to be a real good match. So I'm very pleased. Yeah. I'm very pleased with it. So, and, yeah, I, I'm I'm very pleased with it. And I was, like, pretty shocked that I got an email to come back when we did a tag match. Me, mm-hmm. uh, Lindsay, his niece, and um, a Gulak. So I'm yep. like, all right, cool. I'll take that, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. And so, uh, you know, that transitioned to uh, 205 Live. Um, you know, you most recently went against uh, TJP, I think it was last month. Yeah. Um, uh, how was that experience? Like, who, you know, gave you the opportunity uh, to, to compete there? And, and, and I'm sure, again, the pressure was on, <laughs> you know, as far as just oh, yeah. uh, such a huge platform. You know, how, how was that? Oh, that was like awesome because um um I mean TJ are um real tight and cool. And so like beforehand I didn't know like what was gonna go down or what's gonna happen. But um when I got there it was like, yeah, they're probably being a, uh, being um you and TJ. I'm like, okay, awesome. Nice. And then that Tuesday is like, all right, you up? I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I go out and do my thing. I have fun with it, and so yeah, it was real good. And um, Pierce, Adam Pierce. Um, ah, okay, scrap iron. Yeah, Pierce. Oh yeah, uh, Pierce told me one thing that I never forget. He told me to go out there and enjoy the moment. Yeah. Yeah, that's important, man, because a lot of uh, people who've been in the business, you know, you've been in the business almost 15 years, and, uh, you know, a lot of people who are in the WWE and, like, super in the WWE who've had multiple championships and things like that, a lot of times they just go from town to town and still don't enjoy the moment. It becomes more like a job instead of something they enjoy, you know. And, uh, you know, I've had a lot of, you know, Hall of Famers on the show. And one common mm-hmm. thread that I've noticed is that, you know, for the people, at the end of the day, you're a brand, you're a character. And if you're having right. fun, the people will see that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, just like on SmackDown tonight, you know, you can tell that Kevin Owens, you know, Montreal guy, right. you know, he was just having uh-huh. a good time. You know what I mean? Being an honorary yeah. member of the team. <laughs> You know, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we we can we can feel yep. that confidence, we can feel yep. that emotion. You know, so yep. uh, mm-hmm. it was it was really cool. Speaking of today, let's uh, let's uh, end with this uh, last question, and I got a couple questions from the the P and Peanut Gallery is what I call them. Cool. Uh, nice. <laughs> and um, 
Yeah, so so Kofi Kingston. Uh, let's talk about Kofi Kingston. Of course, uh, uh, Kofi, such a yeah, Kofi such a Mania. huge moment. Yeah, Kofi Mania, right. such a such a huge <laughs> moment uh, for for WWE. You know, for for just oh, yeah. uh, you know, just culture, transcending culture. You know, you know, you had a. People uh, crying about, you know, just just some wrestlers oh, yeah. crying. I actually, talked to JTG today, actually, and um, yeah, just just you know, videos of that. Just you and you and oh, you yeah. posted a picture of JTT, JTG, Shad, Mark Henry, MVP. It was a bunch mm-hmm. um, of, of black WWE stars just collectively. Mm-hmm. You know, with yeah. enjoying this historical moment, how was it just enjoying that moment? That was awesome. Like that right there was much more than him winning that uh, title. It was so much more than that. Mm-hmm. Like that was like deep rooted, man. And for him to have that connection with um, so many people, with everybody, yep. it was like wow. Yep. yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I agree. Everybody was in tears. Everybody was crying. Yeah. Where were you at the time? I was at home actually. Okay. I was at home with some friends. We were just watching it, and when he won, it's like, "Are you serious? Like, are you kidding? Yeah. Like, did he <laughs> <Yeah>. just win? <laughs> did, yeah. He just get that title. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, I was uh I was at MetLife uh when when it happened yeah. and yeah, the crowd just went absolutely bananas and uh it was just a no matter where you were, you know what I mean, it, it just was it was it was just an amazing moment just to cross the board. You know what exactly. I mean? From MetLife to home, it was mm-hmm. just an amazing moment. Right? Just yeah, just yeah, just really oh, yeah. no matter where you were, yeah. Awesome. Um, So let's uh, take a couple uh, questions here. We got Lexi asking, have any up-and-comers asked you to use your finisher done deal? If so, who? Asked me to use it. Um, Up-and-coming? Not many, actually. It's mostly just, what, um, young guys. Um, around uh, Texas, or mm-hmm. at like these little, like small um, um, spot shows, actually. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <clears throat> awesome. Um, doing your program with Ultimate Warrior Undertaker, was there something you wanted to change or add? I guess that's for. Um, uh, for Hughes, uh, if if you know, just uh, right. for if doing your program with Ultimate Warrior Undertakers, was there something that you wanted to change or add? Uh, I suppose that's for um, Mr. Mr. Hughes. Like, what, what uh, <laughs> based on what you saw, uh, what, what would you have added or changed? Oh man. <laughs> Um, man, uh, you got to ask Hughes on that. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I was yep. a little kid doing that time, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what was that like? Oh goodness, 
that was ninety oosh, ninety two or three, wasn't it? Ninety. Yikes. Well, let me check and see oh. when that was actually. Um ninety ninety what like ninety ninety one, ninety two maybe? Yeah, I'm gonna check and see um when that was when he um ninety three. Yeah. Wow stole the urn. Wow. Yeah, ninety three. Yeah. <laughs> man, what were you seven. doing at that time, man? <laughs> I was seven. I was playing with with my little a wrestling man. I was playing my little <laughs> a wrestling man, had my ring and all that stuff, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. I'm seven. <laughs> yeah, I was uh I was a little kid too and um I was I remember personally I was just uh-huh. devastated that uh that the taker, you know, the that Curtis uh he stole the urn, man. I was mm-hmm. I was devastated. So right. Awesome, it's man. man. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was it was heart-wrenching, man. I, I was I was devastated that the urn was stolen, man. <laughs> But you know that was a big break right. for Hughes. You know what I mean? Uh, it was. I'm sure you know. I, like I said, I talked to him last year, and that was a that was a big moment for him. So, oh, yeah. let the listeners know uh, where to find you on social media, man. Uh, social any media. Upcom- uh, any upcoming Twitter. dates too? Um, um, man, I'm say I'm so busy with doing so much stuff. Um, not filming with Woosie J. Uh, Pretty much like filming with him, doing uh, skits, uh, doing more stuff with some uh, guys that I know. Mm-hmm. They're doing like a little series called The Bato Rangers. So pretty much kind of like Bato uh, version of like Power Rangers. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny stuff, man. Funny stuff yeah. with those guys. So yeah, Working. that and I'm trying to get into doing more um, uh, acting stuff too, with like plays and all that stuff. Cause my uncle, he writes plays and put on plays. Oh, nice. In Michigan, so yeah. So pretty much right now, I'm just like branching out doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. Also. Fantastic. So yeah, like my, yeah man, I'm branching out trying to do more stuff and uh, I'm on with Pretty much to go out. And uh, I motivate, inspire, uplift, encourage people. Know that yeah. you do whatever you put your mind to. Yeah, I tell you, if you uh, if you follow if you follow uh, Kenneth on Facebook, you you will be inspired. <laughs> you definitely will be inspired. <laughs> I try man, to. So. I try to. What's your uh, what's uh, what other social media platforms uh, do you have? Uh, I have Twitter. Um, at uh, Weezy Woo, um, Instagram at Kenneth Johnson One. Uh, I have uh, Snapchat, but I don't even use it. I'm just on the yeah. internet, like stuff here and there. And that's it. So pretty yeah. much, it's Facebook, Twitter, and um, Instagram. Awesome. That's pretty much it. Okay. Well, Kenneth, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show tonight, man. Uh, stay lifted and uh, have a good night, bro. Awesome. Thanks a lot, man. appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank My you very pleasure, much. Man. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye-bye. You too, brother. Bye. Kenneth Johnson on the show tonight. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Kenneth Johnson, brother. Um, 
Awesome, man. Uh, really cool dude. Really cool dude. Go follow him on Facebook, man. Really happy that he had an opportunity to uh, be a part of the Cruiserweight Classic and recently 205 Live. So, All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's get right into it. You know what time it is, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the headlines. Here we go. All right. Before we get to the headlines, let's start off with the first trivia question of the night, brother. Here we go. Fill in the blank. Former WWE talent Gunner Blank. Former WWE talent Gunner Blank. Um, oh, okay. We got an Ask Chris question. Um, we got an Ask Chris question. We got uh, Evan Tech Prout calling into uh, the show. And actually, uh, we got uh, Plan B. We got Plan A tonight for Evan Tech Prout. So he's going to call. Um, let's see. <clears throat> We're going to do Plan A today. Plan A. Not as good, but, you know. <laughs> we like Plan B better, but like I said, Plan A uh, it, it has uh, almost sound bites all in one place. So, like this one, I do it for you. Oh, absolutely, ladies and gentlemen, I do it for you. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, let's let's get right into uh, the headlines. Uh, here we go. Do it again. Double headline music, uh, just for you all. <laughs> just for you all. I'll do it for you. Yes, Kimbo. Uh, yes, Kimbo. That is uh, my favorite Booker T. <laughs> my favorite Booker T soundbite. Okay, so now, now it's a signature ending of mine. <clears throat> so here's here's the uh, – some really good Ask Chris questions from the P and Peanut Gallery there. We're going to bring Evan Tech Proud on here in a bit. So let me explain. Um, I do it for you, okay? So this is—I don't know—I don't remember when this started. Sometime last year, um, I'll probably—I don't know—it's sometime last year, close to a year ago, somewhere around there. And uh, Kimbo said, "I love it too." <laughs> uh, so I—I I, I was listening to—I <laughs> was, listen, was listening to a um, a Booker T podcast okay and he started the podcast Booker T uh, I used to listen to I, I, I'm so busy now um, I don't I, I, I don't I don't listen to as many podcasts as I want to but I used to a lot so people were saying Chad Lale and Jackson Riker so no here's so so the question is this the for, former WWE superstar Gunner Blank got to fill in the blank former WWE talent Gunner Blank um. All right. So okay. So here's here's a story for I do it for you. So I was listening to one of his uh, podcasts, and uh, so he started off with a promo to promote, uh, you know, any bookings. Um, <laughs> I might have it actually. <laughs> I might have it. I might have it. Um. <clears throat> so he was. And this is free pub for Booker T, actually, if I, if I play this. 
Um, so he was promoting one of his one of his um, um, shows. Uh, he was just like promoting an appearance or something like that, and uh, he was like, um, uh, "So yeah, this is your man Booker T. You know, for any bookings, contact my man Brad Gilmore. You know, <laughs> and he, I think he gave the uh, either the email or the um, uh, either the email or the Twitter. I don't remember what it was, um, but." He was like, God, do it! Do it now! i do it for you. And I just, for some reason, I thought that that was the funniest thing <laughs> ever. That it just, to me, it was just so random that he would just end his, his, his promo with, with that. It was absolutely hilarious to me. And I kept listening to it, and I kept uh, rewinding it and listening to it over and over again and cracking up laughing and then I translate I translated that over to the same night uh, the show <laughs> and I was like do it do it now I do it for you so uh, yeah so now um, that's a signature of mine and uh, now I've I do it light. for you I do it for you and I think the whole point of I do it for you to me is just funny it just it just seems so funny to me that like if someone's having a random conversation and they're having like and they're and they're saying their uh goodbyes and all of a sudden so hey i got one more thing to say i do it for you like <laughs> it's just hilarious to me uh <laughs> so that's a running joke and now it's uh you know uh part of the the pnp uh, part of the PNP fiber uh, for me to say that in honor of uh, Booker T, uh, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I'd do it for you. Um, yeah, Booker can sell anything, Kimbo says. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the lizard, I've not. How have you not killed that lizard yet? What lizard are you talking about, uh, Wild Boy? Am I missing something? <clears throat> um, all right. So, oh, he's talking to Rob. Okay, he's talking to Rob. Talking to Rob. Okay, Rob. Rob says the lizard in my house has had to be sleepless for three days. Oh, you got a lizard in your house? That's no good. There you go, Wild Boy. Gunner Scott, do it, do it now. I do it for you. Um, <laughs> Mo said I laughed so hard when it started. <laughs> yeah, it is hilarious, man. That that is like that is like a joke that will never end. Like I do it for you is like the evergreen phase; it'll never go away. Uh, so you know, in in order to so to so, so to keep it rolling to um to to keep the tradition, uh, it's a part of uh it's a part of the PNP uh, uh outro now. So. In honor of uh, Booker T. Uh, yeah, you did, Mo. You did tell me that uh, you you he pinned your comment on Facebook Live during uh, his podcast. So because I was I hashtag that I had that trending for a little while when I was I did hashtag I do it for you and uh, Mo. Uh, he, he sent me a, a tweet of uh, Booker T pinning that on his podcast. I think it was on Facebook that he was on there and uh, he pinned it. 
That was pretty dope. All right, so let's uh, let's get into these uh, Ask Chris questions before I bring on my boy, Evan Tech Proud. Uh, Rob West is asking, um, he missed last week. How was New Jersey? Where did I eat? Okay. Um, well, let's bring Evan Tech Proud because he was with me. Evan Tech Proud, how are you doing tonight, sir? Doing all right. Doing for a little physical uh, pain, but it's nothing going to stop me for doing the third show oh, tonight. Good. Praying for uh, praying for a speedy, yeah, speedy recovery for you, man. Yeah, it's not um, Okay, good. That's good to know. So Rob is asking, um, <clears throat> how was New Jersey and where did I eat? So, um, of course, you know Evan Tech Prout, the co-host with the most. Uh, he is in Maryland. I am in Ohio. Uh, for the third year in a row, we meet up and do media together. Spend the weekend, hang out at WrestleMania from Thursday to Monday. Uh, Evan got there on Friday. I got there on Thursday. We both left on Monday, and um, and so yeah, it was. So we got to hang out and eat uh, some. So I talked about this last week. So here's the deal, Rob. Um, Jersey, you asked how was New Jersey? Jersey was fine. Um, yeah, uh, Jersey was fun. I went to two events in New Jersey. One was WrestleMania in East Rutherford, and then Thursday night I went to Impact um, in Rahway, about an hour and ten minutes or so from downtown New York. So I had a uh, MLW event on Thursday night that I had to cover, and then I went from there to Impact. Uh, it was a little over an hour um, drive to Rahway. And that was fine. Uh, New Jersey is fine. New York, on the other hand, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. New York uh, traffic, and I say this, and I and I've said this a bunch of times now, and I, and I say it again. Um, New based on my experience, and that was my first. I've been there to New York City a bunch of times. <clears throat> it's only a few hours from where he stays in Maryland. And, but that was my first time in uh, New York City. I've been to Buffalo before. Uh, Buffalo is a lot like Columbus, Ohio. Just really chill. Not a lot. Yeah, not real cool. busy. Um, there's, you know, Western New York is a lot more calmer than East New York. <laughs> so it's like uh, when when I went to Buffalo, I was like, this is great, man. This, I mean, some some dope sightseeing. Um, the traffic was fine. Um, it was cool. I enjoyed it. Uh, but downtown, I mean, but but up, uh, but uh, the boroughs, east eastern New York, the traffic was absolutely horrible. And I tell people, yeah. look, based on <clears throat> based on what I experienced, um, New York is everything. It's people say it is both good and bad. That's that is my assessment of New York. The 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 glitz the glamour you know Evan and I were in Times Square on on Friday evening uh, we were so busy throughout the weekend that we couldn't it's funny because we both we stayed in an Airbnb and the Airbnb was super cool that was my first time in an Airbnb great experience I'll, I'll probably do that from now on um, right. and it's funny because we <clears throat> we actually had a ticket to see um, the Statue of Liberty uh, on um, uh, at the Airbnb, but we were so busy that we couldn't even take advantage of it. We couldn't even right. go see yeah, the yeah. Central Liberty. Uh, yeah, and um, but but it was just the traffic. I mean, 
WrestleMania hour, should not be in New York for a, a for a long time. Yeah, it took it's, an hour and fifteen yeah. minutes to go five miles. Yes, yeah, five miles. And that's how it was. It, yeah. it, five miles is ten minutes, fifteen five minutes. minutes tops. Yeah, yeah five, right. seven minutes. Yeah, on the freeway, five minutes. It's usually a minute a mile, five minutes, you know what I mean? But on the streets, it's even, you know, even on the regular streets, you know, five miles, 15 minutes tops with, with traffic anywhere else. But uh, it took an hour to get five miles. And it it was just, the traffic was just <clears throat> absolutely atrocious. Um, I see go ahead, at, the, at the train state, well, Port, Port Authority is uh, the main bus terminal in New York City. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, subways, buses. I stayed because of traffic. I was there for like three and a half hours. Yeah. Waiting, I know, waiting for you to come get me because it was crazy to even try to leave out, you know, even to get a lift. But I'm trying to think, what do we eat? What do we eat Thursday night? Um, we the MLW, well, you got there then, Friday. You got Friday, Friday, right? Friday night. Friday night. We had B dubs on Friday night. We had B dubs in Times Square on Friday night. That's what it was. Yeah, B dubs. Times Square. Lucky's. We had Lucky's famous burger. Yeah, Saturday. That was fantastic. Amazing. (laughs) Yes. Saturday was Uh, awesome. A cupcake. Cupcakes from Booty. Um, What's the name of it? Yes, I said booty, uh, booty cupcake, something like that. The yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. Which, is, which, which was good. <laughs> yeah, it was. Joe, Joe yeah, I had pizza. a Dolce cupcake, which was absolutely fantastic. Caramel. Yeah, yeah. So fancy word for saying caramel. <laughs> yeah. So some yeah. people say caramel, uh, but yeah. caramel. Is it Joe? Was it Joe's Pizza? Three again. Yeah, that's and that wasn't bad either. Well, that yeah. jacked you up though. Oh yeah, yeah that, yeah that, that, yeah, that must up. I mean, that, that, that gave me they call it the tech dumps. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I know you probably going trend that fans is fine because it trends yeah. on my show. Yeah, that, <laughs> and we knew it, but we had no choice. It was two three in the morning. Yeah. Pat Pat's yeah. Pizza is famous. It's famous pizza red was on Spider Man Two. That's where Peter Parker um, worked at delivering pizza. And after that, what what do we? Um, <clears throat> Sunday we ate the uh, uh, concession food, which was actually much better than expected. Um, cheese steak, <clears throat> pull the sausage, yeah. cheese fries. Um, I had a I had a crazy headache on at Mania, and I shared yeah, this last pain. week, Rob. Man, I had a pound like it was just a splitting headache. I couldn't even enjoy Mania because I my headache my head was hurting so bad. Um, <clears throat> like it was from like my eye. Like all the way to my ear, like all right on my left side, it was just a splitting headache, and like my eye was hurting so bad. That's how bad it was. I couldn't even uh, enjoy mania because and I, and I was cold as crap. Like oh, I was, cold. I yeah, it was it was frigidly cold <clears throat> in New York. It, no, it wasn't too bad during the day, and then Saturday was fantastic. But Sunday, I had like a uh, a short sleeve hoodie, and thinking that would be enough, but uh, oh man, it was it was miserable. <laughs> it was it was just it felt awful, and 
but yeah, I didn't I did enjoy the Kofi moment, but <clears throat> I wish I could have enjoyed Mania at MetLife better. When I first got there, it wasn't bad. When I first got there, it was fine. Um, <clears throat> we you know we enjoyed the the <clears throat> the beginning and, and and the startup and everything. And when when uh, Bliss and Hogan came out, that was fine. And then I think maybe because I was so cold, I don't know what it was. Possibly because I was so cold. Um, it just seems like from Rollins and Lesnar on, <clears throat> it wasn't too bad doing Rollins and Lesnar, and then um, and then Orton and uh, Styles was. It, that's when I kind of noticed it started to get real bad. And then yeah, from Orton Styles, it was just oh, it was. And I was hungry too. Like I think my biggest problem. Is because I was so busy that my eating was terrible. I think I went, um, what was it, Evan? I think uh, I went almost a full day without eating because I was so busy. I think I counted 22 yeah, hours I wanted to, without eating. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to beat you up for that, too. I, I yeah. learned from experience. You notice I kept eating on a regular. I was like, no, nah, I need to eat because yeah, you're so busy. It was, yeah, it was bad. I, I was 20, so busy that 22 hours. 27 hours. Say as you said it. Because when we got the yeah. B-dubs, he was like 27 hours, bro. I had no yeah, it was, food. Yeah, it was, was it 20? I think it was 22, but uh, 22, close yeah, enough. 22. Yeah, 22 I hours. Said, man, man, <clears throat> yeah. bring some fruit snacks or some right. potato chips. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it was, I, I didn't eat a single thing for 22 hours. <clears throat> yeah. When I was in 27, mm-hmm. I went almost a whole day before eating, and I was like, never again. So I didn't yeah. eat my, my first time. So, notice I had fruit snacks. If I just wanted to tell you, I, what I had fruit snacks, candy yeah. in the car. Yeah. I don't even eat a lot of snacks <laughs> like that. But on trips, any fans listening, trust me, even if you go yeah. in as a fan, if we was going for business, I always carry something sweet to keep your sugar up, mm-hmm. fruit snacks, Skittles. Hey, Skittles, which you don't know, I've not ate a pack of Skittles in 20 years. Cause I don't oh, eat a lot really? of candy. Wow. Don't mm-hmm. eat a lot of candy. Closest thing to candy I eat as far as fruity stuff is fruit snacks. But not that I don't like it, it's rarely ever. But mm-hmm. Skittles save my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was good too. Um that was that was really good, uh, to, to do that because, you know, the fact that you just didn't eat it I mean the, the fact that I just didn't eat anything, you know what I mean, just was not uh, was not good, and and it wasn't intentional either. I just I was just so busy that I went nearly a full day without eating food. So, uh, but yeah, snack. Uh, <laughs> and this is and I should have known because this is my third time. Um, this is my third time doing this, and yeah, I should have known. But I was just so busy on the go. And and here's the problem. I think one of the biggest things too was because New York traffic was so bad and it was just so hard to park. Um, um, it was just so hard to park um, in New York's traffic. And so, I, you know, my, my thing is this. It was like because it was so hard to park and because uh, it the food was just so – because I, I didn't want to, so there'll be time. There'll be, yeah, there, there'll be times where I wanted to 
eat, and then I would try to park, and it would take so much time <laughs> to, to actually park. And I was just like, oh, forget it. And there was a couple times that I did that on Thursday and Friday before I picked you up because I had a different events to go to. And there was just so much um, that I wanted to – there was times I wanted to eat, but – it was just bad. It was just all bad altogether, man. But end up eating, broke it, uh, an unintentional fast, uh, <laughs> B-dubs. And then we went to a, a place called Lucky's Burgers, um, which was absolutely fantastic. Uh, it was, uh, oh, Evan has a picture of uh, <laughs> of me just in deep thought of the chicken sandwich that I had. <laughs> and, uh, man, it was some good chicken. And I also had a, a loaded um, uh, fries. loaded cheese fries. Yeah, it was like cheese and bacon and stuff like that. And I, I'm 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 a fitness I'm a fitness guy. I like I love working out. I was, I was a personal trainer for ten years, but uh, I was like, you know what, man, this isn't normal. I'm gonna pick out this weekend, and and I'm okay with it. So <laughs> so and I picked out. Uh, had some pizza. Had some cheese fries. It was Chubby all good. And it was great. Remember after Mania we had uh was it three in the morning we stopped at Chubby's chicken and <laughs> yeah yeah the chicken place yeah <laughs> I had like yeah, yeah. six wings a chicken leg macaroni and cheese and what two Coca Colas you had a Sprite I I didn't care I was yeah. hungry <laughs> yeah so yeah the chicken um like Cody's saying Cody Cody was at WrestleMania I forgot you was at WrestleMania you could have uh. Tweeted us, man, so we could have met up and uh, took a picture with you. Uh, he said the Philly Cheesecake concession stands at WrestleMania was really good. Um, yep, exactly I was going to get I one. Had. Yeah, I was going to get one, but uh, you know, I, I was I wanted the the, uh, the the chicken tenders a little bit more. Uh, Wild Boy says, as a chef, I don't want to hear about you not eating. It hurts my soul, man. I. I hear you, man. It wasn't intentional. Um, you know, that's I could have. I didn't know how to prepare for New York. Uh, I liked Jersey, but I didn't know how to. I didn't know New York was. I heard it was bad traffic wise, but I didn't know it was that bad. So, um, let's answer some of these ask Chris questions. Uh, I think Lexi asked another question. All right, here we go. Lexi asked, uh, what is your take on the Sasha Banks saga? Is it a work or a shoot? Oh, yeah, okay. So you wanted me to get some, some, some info on that. Yeah, so it is a shoot. She doesn't um, Yeah. She doesn't want to be in the WWE, and that was one of the headlines. Um, so we can actually jump right into that. Um, that she Lexi actually tried Express? to quit. She actually tried to quit WWE. Yeah, Lex, yeah Lexi Express. Uh, she's she's back in bed. Lexi, Lexi. Ever. <laughs> Lexi, Lexi, uh, Lexi, Lexi. Um, don't let me break can, out the uh, WCW can, Lex Luger thing. You, you uh, can you can inbox me, uh, Lexi. I know you'll beat me up for it, Flexi, Lexi. <laughs> hey man, let me uh, real quick before we go into Sasha Banks, man. I'm gonna co- as a Columbus, Ohioan, as a Buckeye, as a proud Buckeye, ladies and gentlemen. Girl, I want to congratulate. The Columbus Blue Jackets, man, for sweeping the best team in the NHL, the Tampa Bay uh, uh, Lightning. And, uh, man, 4 nothing. Um, I went to ROH on uh, Sunday, actually, 
and uh, uh, the game three was on Sunday. Raw Waste was just right across the street from uh, Nationwide Arena. Um, it was a solid show. It was a Masters of the Craft, by the way. It was a really solid show. Uh, looks like we're going to be seeing Marty Skull against Nick Aldis for the NWA Championship and PCO uh, against um, against uh, uh, Matt Taven for the ROA Championship. PCO is ROA's champ to me. It's just going to be funny. I'm I'm on. I, you know, I like nostalgia. I like old school. Fifty one year old ROA champ. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like just do it, man. Just I'm a big fan of feel good moments when it comes to wrestling. People get so tied up to trying to book out for like, you know, well, this person should beat this heel. This heel should beat this baby face because it'll make them over. I think we kind of missed the mark on that. I think we just kind of missed the point. The, the, the point altogether is for the heel to give the baby face the rub. Like at the end of the day, <clears throat> wrestling is about the bad guy giving the good guy the rub. And uh, Booker T said that, and it's funny because I've always thought that. And Booker T said that one time, and I was like, "Man, you know, that's that's my stamp of approval right there." Because uh, I, I believe, I mean, that's grow up growing up watching wrestling. The heels are the champs because they are they. At the end of the day, the heels are the placeholders for the baby faces to to make the baby face to star, and <clears throat> that's how it was with. Uh, Flair, Flair was the best heel because he made stars. Actually, we actually had this conversation uh, uh, at ROH with uh, some some uh, cool people that I met, <clears throat> and uh, my good friend uh, Ryan, who actually used to co-host. Uh, he was the, fir- the first co-host. He's still the social media um, <clears throat> rep for for the show, and we were all talking. It was four of us, and we were talking about just the the missing element of the face heel dynamic. And just for me, and I'll I'll go to the grave with this man. I that to me that's wrestling. That is that is wrestling because the more you emphasize the in ring action as a part of wrestling, um, you know Jim Cornette. He said this before. I don't necessarily I don't listen to his stuff a lot because he's he's uh too uh, he he's too uh, R rated <laughs> for me uh, as far as his uh, you know what he shares, but um, I don't like a lot of profanity listening to it, but um, he did make a good point. He was talking about how, you know, wrestling nowadays is so tied up to the physical in-ring ability that wrestlers or wrestling fans are never satisfied. So that's the expense of the actual wrestlers because You'll do a triple flip suicide plancha, and then you do that for a couple times. And because wrestling has gotten so uh, so heavily emphasized in the ring, you don't want to bore the fans. So now you do a quadruple suicide plancha from the uh, uh, from the rope onto the stands, and you do that a few times, and then a the the and then the fans get bored and then you do a, a, a quadruple suicide plancha from one of the uh, from the truss you know or, or the ring truss you know and then you do a, 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 a six flip 
plancha from the Raptors. You know what I mean? So it's it's always like wrestlers always have to get to the point where they're doing more and more and more and more and more, and that's and and that's the reason why this era is the most injury prone era ever because the emphasizes so much in the ring and it's gotten so far away from characters. And that just, to me, that's just, it's backwards to me. It just kind of takes away the, uh, the art, the the heart and soul and the art of professional wrestling emphasizing in characters, because look at it, Hogan, you know, we, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't get any, we hardly ever got any, uh, um, you know, he got injured a lot, you know, but we hardly ever got any announcements that Hogan's out for this long because of a big injury or Andre's out for this long because of a big injury or Savage is out, you know, although he was physical in the ring, he didn't do a lot of moonsaults and her Karanas. Look at Steamboat, man. Just the most pure, I mean, just the, the purest looking competitor. I'm back, guys. And, 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 yeah, in, in pro wrestling history. You don't ever, you didn't ever hear any story of Steamboat's out for a year because he's got a broken this or a torn, you know what I mean? But he right. just, he made it seamless and effortless. Bret Hart's another one, you know what I mean? Um, didn't do a lot, but was very technical. Brett, uh, Kurt Henning was another one. So oh, a yeah. lot of those 80s and 90s wrestlers, they weren't, I mean, they weren't injury prone. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they beat their body up, sure. Uh, but at the same time, <clears throat> it wasn't a lot of, you know, injuries uh, like it is now. Then see, like a lot of the, uh, I'm sorry, I had to change my microphone. Um, uh, like I, said, I don't want to repeat anything. But then too, like a lot of the boys tell us, you know, I just, just had Dr. D. Davis show some of my show this morning and Flash said it. Back in those days, you had, if you didn't work, you didn't get paid. So a lot of the boys... Yeah. If they were injured, unless it was severe, you wouldn't know. Yeah. Because they had right. to work through injury. If you didn't wrestle in Memphis, if you didn't go to Charlotte, if you didn't go to Baltimore, Ohio, or you know Kentucky, or Louisville, whatever, you didn't get paid. So you had to work right. through your injury. Not only that, it's a doggy dog world, and if you didn't work, somebody was going to take your spot. Mm-hmm. So like you said, Absolutely. it's. Uh, you know, my, my good buddy, and I'm glad we, um, we, um, he popped in my head, and I'm going to check on him this week, Paul Undorf. He's a perfect example. The atrophy in his arm is due to because of that. He, t- he said it. He told me. Yeah. You know, yeah. the nerve damage, he had to work through it because he, in them days you just had to work through your injury. You had to work through your pain. Um, yep. And for Sasha, I mean, you know, I've said it. I've met Sasha. I've, I've stayed at the same hotel as WWE. I've said this before. I told you off air, Featherstone, um, specific stuff. I'm not going to mention on air, but not a fan of her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I told you. Uh, I don't wish anything bad on her, but uh, I'm not a fan of her. I've seen her around fans. I've seen her around colleagues. Not really that impressed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it was uh, Kimbo that said, uh, "Look at Velveteen Dream, majority character, very solid in the ring." Yep, very good, very good uh, point there. And the, the crazy thing is, it was the character that actually made Dream who he is because we saw him in Patrick, as Patrick Clark on Tough Enough. 
We saw him as the American character. Those things, I mean, he still had the same skill set, you know what I mean? But it was the character that really caused him to, uh, you know, to, to become the person who he is. A couple more Ask Chris questions. Uh, um, Gross says, Heels ran WCW in of 96-99. Kind of, but here's the thing. That was around the time of the NWO. So out of the whole NWO, there's one person who got to shine the most, and that person is Sting. Sting was the was the Sting was the ultimate point within the NWO because he was the biggest villain. It got him over huge. The heels, you know, Hogan was champ, so forth. Nash, you know, a bunch of other people were champ. But at the end of the day, you know, uh, at, at the end of the day, Sting was the focal point. You know, of uh, being in the Raptors, of course, Starcade '97. You know, what I mean, and 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 even then, and Sting, and even you know, to a point, DDP. It really made DDP's uh, career too. You know, what I mean, yeah. as far as just uh, uh, going against the NWO, it made it really defied his career as a babyface because you know he became that main event status. <clears throat> he was feuding with Savage, which was one of the best. Feuds at that time, DDP and Savage. I've had DDP on the show before, and he was talking about that. Like he was the one who was um, uh, contrary. He was the one who didn't jump, and because of that, that helped his character. So, um, let me see what other Axford's questions. Did you um, uh, did you ever talk about Hopper? No, not yet. Uh, we'll talk okay. about that. <clears throat> Um, but real quick, as far as Sasha Banks is concerned, um, I you know I don't I don't disagree with her being very discontent with um, yeah I don't either you know right. you know what I mean with with with, with what she's I mean because the thing is she's she's money you know what I mean she's over she's she's got the charisma she's got the character WWE has really used her poorly you know since mm-hmm. she's been on the main roster so right and, and I'd be upset too. Remember we said this to you before. What more could she do? Yeah. You know, she did so much so fast. I mean, you can say the same with Charlotte, but at the same time, it's like, of course, you know, that's the, she, she has the golden egg. And it's yeah. like, oh, we just forgot about Sasha. And I'm, I'm putting, and I don't know the woman personally. I'm just going by the multiple times I've met her and acted, but she was, she's really one of the trailblazers, this whole, you know, women revolution, Charlotte and mm-hmm. Sasha. And Sasha was one of the biggest stars WWE has for all women. She sells merch. You know, we've yep. seen it at Mania. You know, I was even joking about her taunt. You know, she, you know, she's not a bad-looking woman, the boss thing. She can go in the ring, and WWE just, like, demoted her. Okay, whatever. You're just non-existent, downloadable content feeds with Bailey, your friends, your feed, your friends again. Yeah. Tag teams, and y'all lose at Mania. It's like they just left her astray. So I can't yeah. blame her. And go to New Japan. Go to AEW. Go to RH. I think she'll be huge. You know, she goes to RH. Um, yeah, I think so, There was too. really spike for them for the women division. So I don't yep. blame her. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Good points there. Um, so speaking of quitting, uh, we'll, let's jump in. Uh, let's jump into the other person who wants to quit, and then we'll get to the Ask Chris questions. Uh, Luke Harper. He uh, requested his release. Uh, actually, re- let me read it. Um, 
Actually, I could, I'll be able to share it with you all. Uh, let's see. All right, here we go. Let me uh, bring this up here. I'll read it for you all. Actually, I'll show it. I'll show it, ladies and gentlemen. I do it for. I told you I'd do it for you. <laughs> so I shall show it here in just a moment. Um. All right, there we go. All right, so let me enlarge just so y'all can see it. Uh, I'm sure y'all can see that there. Okay, so it says. Um, let me actually read it. Okay, here we go. Uh, as of this evening, this was eight hours ago. Um, as of this evening, I've requested a release from WWE. Um, this past six years have been a simply amazing journey around the world and back uh, with lifelong friends and family. I am proud of it and proud to say I shared the ring with my coworkers. This decision, as difficult as it was, feels right for myself and WWE. My goal in the future is to continue to grow as a performer uh, and in person to continue to make my family proud. Thank you. From the top to the bottom of WWE, thank you, the fans, for your undying support. Thank you, everyone. So, there you are, ladies and gentlemen. Um, wow. Um, that is... Uh, that was a huge surprise. That was an absolutely huge surprise uh, from from Luke Harper, man. Um, and and here's the thing: I think uh, at the end of the day, it's a surprise, but it's not because it it, it seemed like Luke Harper was pretty set for life when it comes to like spot, just like pay, because he he's one of those people that's just a solid competitor. Um, but I mean, at this point now, man, is getting to the point where there's competition out there. And I, I personally think that Luke Harper would do fantastic in new Japan. I think that, I think that he could be a star in new Japan and, um, yeah, I mean, there's competition out there to really combat with the WWE. Now, Luke Harper and AEW, that doesn't really make sense to me. I think that Luke Harper would be fantastic in new Japan. Um, you know, he, he was an indie star, you know, before he came to WWE. Uh, if, if anybody, I, I forgot what it was called. It was on Facebook. Um, Bailey had one. Luke Harper had one. Ruby Ruby Riot had one. It was like kind of before WWE. Some some really good stuff. And they were talking about, and I followed him when he was actually uh, um, Brody Lee. And, he was um, great. Yeah, and he was he was the man. Yeah, so uh, you know he's thirty nine. He'll be he'll be forty years old this year, and um, you know making some moves, man. I, I don't, you know, kudos to him. Kudos to someone. You know, the the new wave of because at a point of time WWE was really monopolizing the market, and people just and they would do their spring cleaning. Uh, the indie at that time the indie market wasn't as big and booming and they didn't really have good competitors. I mean, you had, 
you still had Impact at the time, but Impact wasn't going to get everybody who left, you know, WWE. So at this point, man, I think um, what's the best? You know, he'll be 40 this year, and uh, I think now's the time to really kind of brand yourself. You know, you don't have, I'd imagine he didn't have too much longer, you know, as far as wrestling's concerned, as far as years. So now's the time, man. So, you know, major kudos to him. Just, just got, um, did you already cover this about Wolf? Nope. Yeah, this guy, I guess it's breaking news. One of my colleagues just hit me up and said, uh, Alexander Wolf leaves WWE issues goodbye statement. Mm. Alexander Wolf. Um, yeah, because I know they split um, Sanity. Right, um, yeah, this, this just literally just got the inbox from a colleague and. Um, a reliable source, so that. Uh, this is four hours ago. All right, let me bring four, this yeah. to you too. <laughs> What'd you say? Oh my! Oh my God! <laughs> Did you get the same thing? Ah, uh, I'm about to. Um, I'm about to read this one too. Smackdown Superstar Shakeup. Um, so he tweeted Luke Harper stuff, and then he. Okay, so let me bring this up too. And bring up his sweet tweet too. Man, all of these people just leaving. Um the Exodus. <laughs> yes, the, the, get them the off. Exodus. The get, WWE get Exodus. <laughs> Kevin Dunn. Get Alexander Wolf off in the intro. Uh he's not on there at all. Doesn't matter. Right. Saw him. Doesn't matter. Ben we want to keep him here. Ben <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, This is from Alexander Wolf. We, Sandy, made our TV debut October 2016 for NXT at Full Sail University in Orlando, Florida. We had a great time in NXT, and we accomplished a lot. NXT Tag Team Champs, NXT Tag Team in the year 2007, first ever uh, NXT WWE War Games match, performed in front of about 15,000 people at a sold-out takeover pay-per-view. Growing together as athletes and performers, the whole group is like a family to me. I made three good friends over the last three years, and I'm really grateful for that. It was without a doubt a great time. Thank you guys for everything. Thank you to the entire SmackDown locker room. Thank you for the good vibes, laughs, and wisdom. I appreciate all of you and wish you all the best of your future careers. Thank you to the fans who supported us and never stopped believing in us. I appreciate you all. I appreciate you as well. And trust me, I speak for all four of us. It's time to leave this behind and walk a different path. RIP Sanity. Goodbye, WWE. Wow. Well, Luke Harper and uh, Wolf um, sending out statements. Wow. That's crazy, man. Regardless of what WWE is always going to say, the PC right term, Mm -hmm. they're not going to acknowledge it. And and this is a weird thing, and I think we kind of talked about this. During the Monday Night Wars, WWE didn't mention WCW much. WCW, of course, did when it came to the ratings, but... Overall, it was like, you know, you down south, up north, two different worlds. 
Nowadays, it's like WWE, Triple H is missing, uh, mentioning AEW, you had the little side jokes, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you can't tell me with AEW now, the TV deal leaving in October, we know that's that's that's, that's, that's inevitable. They, they're going to have a TV deal. And for the first time in years since 2001, just by AEW's rearing their head, People feel like, wait, I got an option. Granted, WWE, don't make a mistake, is a juggernaut. They're not going anywhere. It's a multi-million-dollar right. company. There's so much that goes on in WWE. It's more than just Raw SmackDown, which you see in the ring. So Vince right. doesn't have to worry about as far as his stock or as far as his, his, his empire, but he has to worry about the people in it because for the first time since WCW, or even ECW, was like, all right, we got options. Let me go to AEW. Let me try out RH. Let me try out Impact. You know, let me try out New Japan. So yeah. it's a good thing. Maybe Vince could decide, hey, let's be real. If it was not for WC, if it was not for Bischoff, if it was not for WCW making Nitro Live every week and kicking their butt, Vince would not have turned his head and reared his head to the Attitude Era, taking a little bit of WCW and ECW. Yep. You still would have been dealing with. The Repo Man, Berserker, hopefully he's okay. Mantar, right. you know, Skinner, right. I love Steve Skinner. We've been dealing with these comic book, goofy, 4 kids characters. Yeah, very true. A uh, bunch of good Ask Chris questions, so let me jump on here real quick. Ronda Rousey's leaving too. Uh, was it the, uh, what's her hashtag that she was using? Uh, uh, pregnancy, some type of pregnancy vacation, pregnant something. Let me it was, pull it up real quick. Uh, she wants to start a family. So. Vacation. Um, yeah. Impregnation um, vacation. Right. Yeah, impregnation vacation. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you know, great. You know what I mean? I, you know, I think I like Rousey, man. I think she did exactly what she was supposed to. Um, at the end of the day, Ronda Rousey put someone over, you know, I mean, she put Becky Lynch over Becky Lynch is, you know, was a star because of the allure and mainstream attention of Ronda Rousey. You know I mean? It only took her a year to put somebody over. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, she did what she was supposed to. She came in at 34. She had the most exciting match of the night. Came in at 31. Um, uh, well, <laughs> technically, you technically, yeah, with the rock. Um, but, uh, you know, she, you know, as far as her in-ring debut, and I think they hot shot her just a little bit too uh, soon. Uh, I, didn't, you know, I didn't like the fact that she was, like, going against Nia Jax for the title like a month later. And then, you know, having her win at SummerSlam. Yeah, you know, I think they hot shot her just a little bit too short, uh, just a little bit too fast. Um, I would have hoped. I think she just kind of, by default, turned heel uh, because WWE just they should know that that's just not the way to create a babyface nowadays. I mean, if you just want to hot shot somebody, that's just not the way to go. Look at Roman Reigns. As much as I defend Roman Reigns, that was just a bad way to to book him. So here's the thing to think about. As you say, here's the thing and. Uh, Matt Morgan has said this before And very very few I'm doing something rare Because I rarely talk about my personal life You know this, uh, bro 
Ronda Rousey is leaving to have a child. I hope she feels her body is automatic and she automatically can get True. pregnant like this week. Yeah. And everything go well with having a baby in nine months. Because nine months, she ended up getting pregnant within April. Nine months from now is about, what, December, January? Main is in April. And that's a lot to get your body back in shape. It is. I know yeah. within myself personally, you know, I, I unfortunately, you know, was, was uh, expecting dad again and we lost the baby. It don't work like that all the time. <laughs> so. It, well, here's the thing. And even on top of that, you know, and, and of course, you know, I've shared much times and, you know, consoled you through that. And here's the thing. I, my wife and I have three kids and uh, and you know she's in a very athletic shape, and uh, it takes six weeks. You know, what I mean, for you to even carefully start training again, you know, because exactly. of the of the birth and because of just right. healing stuff. You know, while you're birthing, you don't want to tear anything. And you know, as a father, I've seen three kids come out of my wife in the delivery room, and I see. And I'm sure a lot of people in the you know, PMP Nation, um, you know, they have kids too, and they've seen it. And even especially the females, yeah. they know, you know what I mean? And so it's not that easy to just say, oh, right. all right, I'm going to pop a kid out and I'm good to go. You know what I mean? Like, right. no, it's at least six weeks to heal up before you can even start training. So if we look right. at a timeline, we've got, you know, it's, it's mid-April, so you conceive – Say, you know, May, uh, 40 weeks, you know, if it's full term, you know, that's, uh, you know, nine months and in, 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 in 10 days, nine to 10 days. So, um, so even, even with that, you know what I mean? Like it's, so, so technically what, nine months and yeah, nine, nine months in a week, typically is the full term. And so you're at January. And yeah, six yeah, weeks yeah. after that makes it about late February. And so technically, and then you start training. And so it's going to take a while to get rid of, you know, your, your, your baby bump. And so that's going to take another, you know, few months. So it's just not very feasible. You know what I mean? To say, I'm just going to pop up, pop a kid out and, I'll be ready by May. Right. So I don't even know, you know, I mean, just, you know, and, and for Tarana's credit, she trains her butt off. So, um, you know, um, you know, she can get to a point where she is, you know, in, in, in the halfway, you know, shape, but she won't look like she did before she left. I mean, she'll still have, you know, some, some baby fat, you know, to, to get rid of. And I know she'll work her butt off to do it. But at the same time, it's like, you know, is it worth training that hard to make sure you are healthy and safe? You know what I mean? As far as the delivery is concerned. So it's very, so, so I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's I don't know. Because it, I've had colleagues, uh, professional friends, personal, uh, you know, per, personal friends that say professional business partners that are female, they dealt with postpartum, um, they is you just don't know. It's so much that could go on with that. You postpartum depression. You could deal with yeah. other depression. 
other things. Um, uh, um, uh, my sister-in-law dealt with this. The, the uh, what's it? The diabetes. Um, oh no, so you know something after you're pregnant, and you know you deal with the elevated diabetes or the pre-diabetes or the different you know things going on with your body as far as your sugar levels. It's a lot to deal with. Yeah, it is. It is. You Trust me. Don't know. I, I, like I said, I've got three kids. Um, after birth was uh, my mom gained 16 pounds with me. I was seven, and the after birth was seven full term. Uh, I don't know. Explain that a little bit more, Lexi. I don't necessarily understand that. Um, and that's and and you, even gaining 16 pounds, um, that's not normal. That's great, actually. <laughs> that's that's a very blessed uh, pregnancy. Uh, she was a bodybuilder. Okay, um, yeah, that's that's great, man. Um, my wife is is athletic build, and she gained like forty pounds. Uh, you know, so um, and she got it off. You know, within a few months, probably like uh, like four or five months. But um, it's not it's not that easy. It's, it's definitely not that easy for sure. So. You know. Uh, the great thing for you know Mrs. Featherstone, for sis, for you know for sis is that she was able to lose it because there's some people that that can't. That's true. Or they don't. Yeah, that's, you know, that's true. Yeah. If you want to, yeah. you want a pop culture reference, uh, Gina for Martin. Look at Gina for Martin doing the Martin show. How she yeah. was. Look at her now. She ain't that weight. You know. Look at her. My wife and kids and all. She had them kids. Mm-hmm. She still that size. Yeah, nothing, she was... nothing against it. Right. She was, uh, yeah, from Martin to yeah, I mean, she still looks great, but you know, she's, you know, she's thick now as opposed to right. being she's small thick, thick. during, you know, during Martin. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so Lexi, you know, kudos to your mom, M- mama Lexi, so kudos to mama, to mama Lexi, Lexi. <laughs> kudos to mama, mama Lexi, uh, because, uh, yeah, that's, uh, some, some dope stuff right there, man, to, to be able to recoup, oh, first of all, only gain 16 pounds. That's amazing. And then to be able to recoup that, that quick. Um, well, definitely you, not. Uh, Mama Lexi is definitely the, the, the exception to the rule. <laughs> so. look, look at look at what Gress 512 said. Look at this. We'll get Sting versus Undertaker in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> you know I'm going to keep trolling you. <laughs> Oh man, um, man, definitely this stuff. I don't know what I did. I'm not sure if I'm still on here or we dealing with some technical difficulties. Can anybody hear me, fans? Can y'all can y'all hear me or can you hear Chris? Not sure what happened. Not sure. Hold on, guys. One second. Can y'all hear me? Sorry, fans. We're dealing with uh, technical difficulties on Pancakes and Power Slam show. Not sure what happened. Hmm. 
Maybe the Illuminati try to take over. Not sure what happened. So please bear, bear with us. Please do. Okay, can y'all still hear us? I know the live stream is gone, but I know the actual live stream is saying Chris is gone, but can you still hear us? Once again, if you can, we apologize for some technical difficulties here on the Pancakes and Power Slam show. So please bear with us. So got you in the group chat, so please keep the group chat going. Okay, so guys, you can hear me on the Blog Talk TV radio site. Uh, the mode, you can hear me. GHP, Lexi, Tammy, can y'all hear me? Grass, Wild Boy. I cannot hear Featherstone at all. So let me know, guys, if you can hear uh, Chris at all. Just let me know. All right, uh, Featherstone said it's an outage in this area, so please hold tight. So we're going to call it audible while Chris is trying to get everything together. Um, something to think about, guys, if you can hear me in a group chat. Uh, do you guys feel that SmackDown got the short end of the stick with the Superstar shakeup? Let me know. So far, SmackDown got Roman Reigns, IC Champ, Finn Balor, or the Demon King, Elias Bailey, Ember Moon, Sane, Lars Sullivan, Buddy Murphy, Liv Morgan, Chad Gable, Apollo Crews, and Mickey James. You have Raw, got AJ Styles, The Miz, Ricochet, Alistair Black, Eric, that's Eric Rowan, I guess, um, Avar, Adondre, Adondre, Zelina Vega, of course, uh, Left Knee, Rey Mysterio, The Usos, Naomi, EC3, Lacey Evans, Eric Young, and Cedric Alexander. So, guys, who do you feel got the better uh, trade-off, Raw or SmackDown? So he the most you said he got a lot more women than telling the raw. So apparently Chad Gable and uh I don't see anything about Robert for Rude. So did Rude go to SmackDown with Gable or is he still on Raw? Okay, Bobby's still in Raw. Okay. So it is, uh, you know, that's the thing is, that's just the thing. You know, for tag team and then they'll split them up. I mean, we always knew Robin Gable wasn't going to be around but so much. We always knew that. 
All right, everybody say, go, come on to Blog Talk TV. Thank you for being the greatest fan, sticking with us through these technical difficulties. Of course, it is live radio, as Jim Ross said, with live power. Anything can happen. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. So, yeah, I mean, once Vince yeah, sent that tweet and said, SmackDown will get the biggest acquisition in SmackDown history, we pretty much knew off the bat Reigns was going to SmackDown. What I think is good. SmackDown needs a big face. They're going to Fox soon, so that would help. I mean, Raw. I mean, Reigns has been on Raw t- since forever. I mean, has he ever been on SmackDown? Falls actually been the face of SmackDown. AJ, I guess you would say was the face of SmackDown. But AJ was getting stale, so he needed some somebody somewhere new. And and I always thought that ever since Seth and Reigns got on that upper echelon of 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 being on the card, they didn't need to be on the same show. I think they worked best separate. With Amy Rose leaving soon, Seth needed to be on one show, Reigns needed to be on the other. So definitely something different. Good for those. What do you guys think of, of the Shield? Uh, uh, what is this? The Shield final chapter coming up this Sunday. Um, do you guys think WWE's milking it to death, or do you guys agree? Um, not really since I remember uh, in your house DX that WWE decided to dedicate, I guess, like a whole pay-per-view based on the faction, or I guess you call it the Shield of Faction or Group or Triad, whatever you call them. So, um, yeah, is Shield final chapter actually is going to be matches. It's the Shield, Ambrose, uh, Rollins, and Reigns versus, I'm not sure, I think, Corbin and Lashley and someone else that could be wrong. I know Corbin's in that. But, you know, they're milking this, man. Ambrose, I think, after the next week or two, he's really done. So, um, also, Finn Balor um, has been, has already been uh, confirmed to be defending his IC title. I don't don't know who, but, so that's the only match so far. The Shields' final match, final hoorah, and Finn Balor will be defending his IC title against something. So, we'll just have to see what happens. Oh, yeah, rock bottom. Yeah, DX, Rock Bottom. That was it. I think those were the only pay-per-views that's been named after a faction or a group or even someone. Um, So, DX, Rock Bottom, that's it. Now you have The Shield. And I think even WCW, they never never really had, um, help me out guys, I don't think ECW's done this either, even TNA or Impact has had a show, the whole theme of the show based around just the faction. So, I, I, I mean, I guess it's okay. It's to the point, like, we, we Dean Ambrose keeps coming out every week after Raw goes off the air, and it's like, okay, we see it, we get it, it's his last full Raw. I mean, nothing against Dean, he's cool. It's like they're going to milk it again. <laughs> Dean Ambrose, and, and we all know, of course, the show has to go over. 
I'm sure it would only be fitting that Dean gets the pinfall on whoever Corbin or whoever they face. And what is that to see? WWE burn it down. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, Demar. Forgot about that. Uh, Impact did try to do the Aces and Eights, which, oh gosh, that some one of these Sons of Anarchy was like two people, then it grew to like 39 people. Man, WWE the big dog, WWE boss time. I mean, that's not a fan. It's the big dog. Okay, we, we got Featherstone back. <laughs> Man, I don't know what in the world that was all about, but uh, yeah, it's that's ball talk, man. It's, okay. My my computer, I just bought a brand new computer, like a, like a brand new, like super duper top notch computer, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, yeah, that's just it just. It, like the internet just totally just went off on me, and I don't know why it happened. And it just when I'm on blog talk, it jacks up everything, and so everything is connected to that. And now it's even jacking up um, one of the lines, but it's all good. We're live, pal. Let's do this. Uh, P Nation are uh, still going strong. Still with y'all hear me? WWE. Uh, 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 WWE decided to dedicate a pay per view to other factions. Uh, everyone's talking about WWE, the big dog, Spectrum, 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 Lexi, um, Spectrum. I'm not with Cox. We don't have Cox here. In, uh, I don't think we have Cox Communications here. Uh, I'm sorry, Evan, but uh, I was uh, addressing. Uh, um, all right, so uh, we got what lot, 20 minutes. Sorry, guys, that was crazy, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, we are here live in Living Keller. Uh, but here's the crazy thing. All of the chat, all the Ask Chris questions from Evan on on my chat here. Can y'all hear me? That's the first thing I see. <laughs> so, how to, so all the Ask Chris questions, gone. So um, if, you, you can, if you can remember your Ask Chris question, Please, please readdress it, and uh, I, I'll do my best to to answer it. Um, again, my apologies for that craziness, but you know, it's part of the show. Let's move on. Uh, I think Multi asked something about you and I. When did we meet, and how long have we known each other? Um, man, that's a good question. How in the world did we meet? Like, I know we met on Facebook. Um, yeah, I don't even remember. We met Facebook, and then yeah. we talked about wrestling and shows, and I came in one time to do a to fill-in. I, I was coming in to fill yeah. in, and somebody had, uh, they couldn't make Yeah, because cause it was first, um, my boy Ryan was the, the host for about a year, and then my boy Derek, um, he was the host for um, about, Derek was the host for about a good, solid, uh, three years and then for about a year I was co-hosting with I had co-host every week with uh, different uh, like wrestling publishers um, and, and wrestling publishers and wrestlers I uh, was co-hosting and then um, it just got it just got too much just uh, get a it, like people don't know man it takes a lot to prepare for this show man it just it takes a lot on top of my crazy schedule anyway. So I would have to, it got to the point where I was, I was booking co-hosts and booking, uh, wrestling interviews. Yeah, and that was, right. just, that was too That's much. A lot. So <laughs> yeah, a lot. uh, every single week. So 
uh, you know, thankfully Evan, you know, he was like, man, I, I'm in. You know, I'll, I'll fill in as a co-host. I'll be, I'll be permanent, and um, the rest is history. Um, and uh, we, you know, our faith is what uh, has kept us strong as friends. Um, that's the core of our relationship. Cool. And other than wrestling, um, and uh, yeah, we first met each other um, at uh, Orlando. And um, Orlando, yeah. I mean, we were we were doing the show, and then uh, Evan was co-hosting the show for a while. And then the first time we met each other in person was Orlando back at uh, thirty-three. And then uh, every since then, every year we hang out uh, and do media together for uh, for WrestleMania. So, um. Thanks for putting the uh, link up there, Mo, for the Blog Talk Radio. Um, all right, so again, all the experts' questions is gone. Uh, unfortunately, my apologies for you all. It just reset everything. So, any other um, experts' questions? Um, do it. And uh, GHP doing his thing with the. With the admin, I see my man. <laughs> there's, there's my, uh, <laughs> there's my Leo Rush when it comes to, uh, uh, when it comes to um, JSP being that man, my, my man. Are we, if you can find it, it mentioned, uh, I, I was letting the fans know the PNP Nation know that the Shield final chapters have been coming up this Sunday. The Shield is yes. having one last match to keep milking it to death. Um, yeah. that wasn't sure who they were facing, no Baron Corbin or someone. And then I told him that Balor was actually confronted to defend his IC title. So I wasn't sure if you knew, if there to be announced it or if you knew who the Shield was facing. No, I haven't uh, looked into that yet. I know that um, Joe, speaking of IC title with, with Balor, Joe was actually, he was sick. He was like super sick. And so they had to actually not put him on the script at all. Uh, they had to actually rewrite stuff because Joe was actually supposed to be uh, sent to Raw. Um, so, uh, you know, they could do the they could pull the keep Joe on SmackDown and have Finn Balor lose the title. Um, you know, maybe to Andrade or something. But I don't, I don't, I don't see that happen. I think they'll probably just go ahead and do Joe. On the show uh, on Raw next week. All right, let's address a couple of these actress questions, and um, then we'll do grades for Raw and SmackDown to shake up. Um, Dex is asking, considering what the possible career-ending injuries Nia Jack faces, what do you think her future holds? What uh, what of Tamina? Good question. Um, I think it's just a matter of just recovering and. Uh, well, if if it is career ending, hmm, maybe an ambassador. I'd imagine an ambassador role because um, they've really used, um, you know, the fact that she's um, she's uh, thick figured uh, as a um, you know anti bullying and, and being okay with yourself as far as your look and things like that. So they've used her in those capacities already. So I think that she'd be a good, like, ambassador for stuff like that as far as um, going to different schools and talking to kids and stuff like that. So she'd fit pretty good in that role. To me, unfortunately, I think that she'll get the bat in the stick because I think that they'll probably just have her job out. And 
I think Tamina would make a fantastic NXT trainer. Um, she's, you know, she's great. You know, she's very solid in the ring, always has been. Never had an opportunity to get any type of break. Never had any title in the WWE. I mean, as far as Divas title or Women's Championship or, you know, of course, Tag Team Championship. Never had any title. I think that out of anybody, Tamina, you know, talking about uncrowned women's champ, there's Tamina, yeah. but I think Tamina would do, I think to, I think Tamina would be a really, really good um, she, trainer. The, um, um, the, every time she gets a push, you know, it was injuries or, you know. Oh, real quick, my boy. No, I didn't say, I didn't say, no, I didn't say the, the, the R-rated word. It was C-O-X, Cox Communications. Uh, no, I don't use profanity. He said, whoa, Chris, I thought this was a PG podcast. <laughs> no. Um, Lexi knew what I was talking about. This is a residential is what she said, uh, uh, residential. Um, <laughs> wow, boy. Thanks, thanks, man. Everybody needs their accountability, so I appreciate you saying that anyways. Uh, but, no, I, I didn't say that word. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. We know we you know we keep it PG here. Um, I just want to address a few of these questions real quick before before we go. Uh, again, what were you saying, Evan? I forgot that quick. Um, I wasn't mentioning. Oh, I was saying every time Tamina got a push, she had injuries, and then last push, it's you know with her dad. Snooker, it was going through yeah. uh, the, the court yeah. case, and they took her off. He passed away, and then he brought her back. So, now that Tamina is really good. Oh, yeah. They just never, I mean, it, they, the women's division needs something new. I mean, Becky, Becky's great, but I'm pretty sure by SummerSlam, it's going to get old. Yeah. So, yeah. They're, SummerSlam. They're, they're cooling off. They're right. cooling off now on her, you know. So. Um. Let's see. Gross is asking, I think AEW needs to compete with NXT, not WWE Raw or SmackDown Live. What do you think? Um, I think I like that. I like that idea um, of AEW competing with NXT. Um, I think that would probably be their best bet. You know, they can't compete with the juggernaut. Uh, so AEW competing with NXT would be a, would be a good call for them. Um... GSP is asking, what do you think they are alluding to by Roman punching Vince? 205, one versus all over again, oh brother. Good question. Um, I saw that, and let's just real quick go to Raw and SmackDown, because the, the flavor of the week before all that was supposed to be the number one draft picks. Uh, we're just going to want to review the number one draft picks of uh, the, all the WWE drafts, and like, you know, was it a, was it a total debacle, or <laughs> did it actually... Uh, play out to be a, a good call. So I'm going to address that real quick, and I'm going to kind of merge Raw and SmackDowns uh, all together um, with that, with that actual question that you asked, um, which was a good question, GHP. Now, here's the thing. I wish – here's my here's my hope for that. I, I, I think Roman going was very – uh, evident, uh, and I and I've, I've said this on the show. You know, for the for the GSP, you would know. You're on here every week. Um, I've said this before, as far as Roman should be on SmackDown, and I, I was very happy to see that. I think that was a very good call. I said Roman should be on SmackDown with them going to Fox. Roman Reigns would be the guy, you know, to be um, 
on Raw, I, on SmackDown, going to going to Fox. You know, perfect, <laughs> very perfect. Um, I was hoping this. I was hoping that we see because people want fans. You know, like Daniel Bryan, fans are fickle. <laughs> fans are fickle, man, and people just don't want to get to the point where. They just want to boo Roman Reigns to put themselves over, and I don't like it. I just it's it's frustrating. It just it's it's ridiculous to me. Um, Roman Reigns isn't being pushed. He isn't being shoved down our throats. He is, you know, he is hardly on the mic anymore. So it's like all the reasons why you were booing him before, he doesn't need to do it anymore, and you still want to boo him. So it's just like some people just want to get themselves over. I like the fact that they put the heat on Elias. Here's the thing: if it was up to me. I would have Roman Reigns be an Austin-like character against McMahon. I think if you, I think Elias is a good person to really, uh, you know, McMahon to be behind, or you can even do somebody um, like a Daniel Bryan. You know, what I mean, uh, for like a really good heel for Vince McMahon to really get behind. And at the end of the day, I think if you do, Rick, Vince McMahon can get heat. If you do Vince versus Reigns. In some capacity, you know, you know, it doesn't even have to be a match. It probably won't be a match, but Vince versus Reigns, similar to Austin versus uh, McMahon, I think he can do it because we saw it. We when Reigns came out, he was getting cheered. We we heard some boos, but Elias did a really good job getting that heat. People erupted when he Superman punched McMahon, and so at the end of the day, you know, it's like. Um, uh, I think it's like uh, what is that? What is it called? Um, um, I forgot what it's called. Um, Arkan. Uh, oh, uh, let's see. I think it's um. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oakham's Razor. I've been learning a lot of philosophy when, especially when it comes to uh, apologetics. So Oakham's Razor is basically. The, the the gist of it is the simple in, in many cases the simplest explanation is the best, and so that's basically how I feel when it comes to uh, Reigns McMahon. Like, don't you have to extrav? You don't make it so extravagant. You don't have to be all that. Just let's see Roman Reigns versus Vince. Vince McMahon knows how to draw heat. Do it. That's how. That's the way to get him over. So even, I thought that was a good call. Even though AJ punched Vince in the mouth and AJ has not dealt any repercussions, but it's all fine. Yeah. Um, GSP says, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Of course, Rowan's been kind of low-key. I like it. The universe are just rocky. Us real fans know what's going on. Excellently said. Um, very well said there. Why do Baron Corbin dress like a bartender from Applebee's? That's hilarious. First of all, I love Applebee's. Um, <laughs> that's one of my favorites. Um, I like I like the Corbin look. I, I like it. It's different. It makes him stand out. Um, so I, I like it. Uh, all right. Wild boys asking, how do you feel about the late night move, the SmackDown for Liv, Mickey, Gable, and Cruz? I mean, what does it really mean? I mean, Riot Squad's uh, broken up. I knew I, I figured that either Gable or Rude was going to be broken up to split them up. Um, Apollo Crews, just a shift from Raw to SmackDown. I don't see anything different, unfortunately. Um, so, yeah, you know, not not too bad. Uh, it's it's just kind of, yeah. 
Um, Rob is asking, let's address it. Will WWE continue with the experience or will they drop the arrogance and go back to Rollers? Okay, yes, let's address that crazy trash. The Viking experience. (laughs) That's, ugh. So what I heard was, from what I heard, they're a little digging, and from what I heard is Vince doesn't like the word war to be uh, said on the PG show. Now, everybody knows I'm a PG guy, you know, for for spiritual purposes, not for the purposes of uh, kid-friendly and all that, which is a part of it, but it's a byproduct, but I don't see anything wrong with the word war. Are you kidding me? Like, ridiculous. (laughs) Absolutely ridiculous. I don't know. I've heard, I mean, I've I've stayed, I've kept a relationship with a lot of wrestlers. And the stuff that I hear as far as what they can and can't say behind the scenes is just like, Vince, like, listen, I'm going to give you a Snickers or something. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) you need need something. This is just really petty. And I think the War Raiders is just Raw's Raw's War Raiders. Yeah. Uh, no, but they don't use they don't they don't do Raw's War anymore. They stopped doing that for a while. Um but the Viking I mean, even if you want to not do the War Raiders uh, the Viking experience is probably the worst alternative that you could have done. Just absolutely terrible. All right, real quick, Raw and SmackDown, um, I don't like the fact that it's okay. So the point was everybody who went to um, the the Raw and SmackDown they they won just about. Uh, I think everybody did. Uh, they're finally doing something with Lacey. Um, uh, what else? Uh, Lars being on both brands, and you know the point is to shake up. Why is he still on both brands? Like now would be the time where you would have him not. You know, it's just it's just ridiculous. Uh, we talked about the Viking experience. Andrade, I, I still don't see much coming out for him, although he beat the Intercontinental Champion. So, and then Bailey getting booed on uh on on SmackDown. I, for, to me, I think that's I think Bailey's just an unfortunate uh, byproduct of people just not liking what Sasha did. Unfortunately, I think he she's just a, a byproduct of that. So, do you turn her heel? Sure, why not? You know, see how that works. Um, I love the Kevin Owens thing. I, I love it. Uh, he was in he was in Montreal again. I said feel good moments, you know, is the way to go. So a lot of times you just got to cater to the feel good moment, man. Uh, and this was a feel good moment. I loved it. It seemed like eventually they'll turn KO heel. Looks like this is setting up for for KO and Kofi. Yeah, so be it. So, so be it. Oh, you do, Lexi. Oh, that's awesome, man. Uh, hit me a tweet about that. Um, dedicated static IP and tax deductible. Ah, I like it. All right. Uh, Gross that Raw and SmackDown get F's. <laughs> uh, Angelo says he's happy that Roman Reigns is on SmackDown. Uh, good stuff, guys. One more trivia question. We literally have like two minutes left, unfortunately. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, that's the unfortunate part of Plan A. Uh, this this person defeated Pedro Morales both in eighty one and eighty three, nineteen eighty one and nineteen eighty three to become Intercontinental Champ. Um, yeah, my mood. I was saying, yeah, I, I loved it. Um, I love the uh, move to Roman and SmackDown Live. 
Yeah, Lars is uh, ask Chris, will Lars Selman be better at Simon Man's bodyguard? I like that. I like that idea a lot, actually. I like that idea a lot. Uh, I think Lars would be better at Vince's bodyguard and feud against Reigns. I think that would be good, dope. All right, so let's uh, talk about the uh, let's get to the flavor of the week. Uh, let's get right into this. Uh, whatever, I find it here. All right, let's do it. It is now time for the flavor of the week. Okay. <clears throat> So let's talk about the draft. 2002, The Rock was the first uh, pick. Of course, you know, that's pretty much speaks for itself there. Um, 2004, the first pick was Rene Dupree. Yeah. The Raw. Yikes. Um, yikes. Yeah, that didn't work out too well. Uh, that was the first pick to SmackDown. Wow. The second pick was Shelton Benjamin. Uh, yeah, that that first and second wasn't that good. I mean, Shel- I like Shelton; he's great in the ring. Renee, you know, he did for, for what for his worth. He achieved pretty pretty good in a short amount of time. But yeah, when that didn't work out too well. Cena was the first pick for 2005. Of course, that speaks for itself. Uh, 2006 was just two. It was just two. So it was uh, RVD going to Raw and Cardio going to SmackDown. They were pretty big um, too. Yeah, there was just two people from ECW. That's uh, the Great Khali was number one um, for 2007, and the Boogeyman was number two. Yikes! Something's going on again. Is that your phone? Nah, let me, let me check. I think it's gone now. Okay. The Illuminati on it was going on. Weird, 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 weird. Um, yeah. So Greg Khali was that didn't. Yeah, going down, going downhill. Kimbo says, yeah. Greg Khali was 2008. Uh, Ray to SmackDown from Raw was 2009. It was okay. Uh, well, it was that was 2008. Yeah, that was okay. Uh, MVP to Raw. <laughs> uh, from SmackDown. Okay, so Ray Mysterio to Raw from SmackDown and an MVP to Raw from SmackDown. He was U.S. champion at the time. Yeah, decent. 2010 was Kelly Kelly to SmackDown from Raw. Okay. Oh. Uh, yeah. All right. So let's start. Let's stop there. Let's 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 continue next week. Um, <laughs> 2011. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, 2,368 episodes in the books. I appreciate all your patience. Chris Featherstone on behalf of Evan Tech Prout, yeah. Under Matt Radio. Follow me at Chris Prolific uh, on Twitter and Crave Wrestling. Uh, on behalf of Evan Tech Prout, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your week of wrestling. God bless.